following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2009 Honda Fit. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. All right, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave, episode which could be number 116. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right, that's fantastic. Let's just get started. Let's just get right to it. Thank you, Alex Exum at the top of the uh, show there, the guy who does the intro. That's Alex Exum at alexexum.com. The Exum Experience and live talk with Alex Exum on Tuesdays, I think it is, um, that you can hear him 10 o'clock Eastern. Anyway, uh, he does the intro. Um, I want to get right to it. Uh, if I can, let me see if I can do this. I had an idea. Uh, this is actually a bonus show. I mean, because I'm, I'm really, at this point in time, on April 26th or 27th, I'm kind of caught up. I usually do two a week, one on the way into work and one on the way back from work. My name is Dave Canyon. This is Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. And uh, I usually uh, do my pod- podcast in, during my commute to and from work. It's usually a half hour piece. And um, we syndicate it on Mile High Radio, Mile High uh, HIRadio.com. Thank you, Lynn and Bobby. And um, Mile High, uh, HIRadio.com. You can hear it on Mondays at 11 o'clock Eastern, 11 a.m. Eastern, an hour. And they'll play two shows or whatever to fill up an hour of podcasts uh, that I've done previously. So, um, so if you missed one, but it's always on here on the Spreaker app. Uh, I'm available on Spreaker. I'm available on iTunes. Uh, apparently, I'm available on Player FM. If you have Player FM, I don't know why you would, but if you do, you do. I don't know why you wouldn't, and I don't know why you would. I don't understand everything there is to understand about the podcasting world, and uh, so on and so on. Um, uh, so Spotify and um, iTunes, yeah, Spreaker, and uh, did, did I miss something? That's uh, that's enough. That's enough ways to listen to me. I don't know. I don't know why you'd go to Spotify, but you could. I don't understand any of this, but I like Spreaker. That's my host. They host it. So um, that's where it originates from. Uh, so I just did a show. This is, I think I said, it could be number 116. If I put it in order, it's 116. If I decide not to publish this, then I have a problem because I keep on saying 116, but I don't know when I'm going to publish this. But I had an idea. Uh, I've had this idea years ago, and I kind of reminded myself the other day when I did, um, I think it was episode 115, or one, um, no, 114, something about my doctor and the finger and the rectum and all that stuff. And I did a little act out did a little act out about the first person to have ever done, um, I guess it's a proctology exam. Is that what it is? I don't know. Prostate exam? Whatever it is. You know, the finger up the butt. So I made a little joke about that, a little, little scenario where somewhere in like 1746, there was a German, Jewish, Polish, Argentinian, you know, German uh, doctor uh, at a pub, you know, with a... Uh, his friend or neighbor or possibly partner named Adolf. And um, anyway, so, and that uh, also makes me uh, think about, if you did hear it, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm eating a granola bar at the same time I'm doing the show. That's a really bad idea. But it's part of my process. So you're going to hand me chew, uh, chew and make uh, lip smacking noises. That's disgusting. But what, what can I do? It's part of my process. I also might choke and die, which would probably make for the greatest podcast ever, if they ever publish it. 
Episode 116, the final podcast for Dave Canyon. Coming it down with Dave as he goes down the road here on the way to the New York State Thruway on his way to work on a Friday. And it's still raining. It was raining this morning when I came home, and it's raining now. So, it did remind me of a bit that David Brenner used to do. The comedian. So, a lot of you don't know who David Brenner is. He's a famous comedian that passed away a couple years ago. Before there was Robin Williams. Before there was Jerry Seinfeld, even. Really, he was like the Seinfeld of his time. I bet you, if he was alive, he would say, I can't believe Seinfeld's having his career. All I needed was a TV show just like that. And he would have been Seinfeld. Because the things that he noticed, the things that he spoke about, were very Seinfeldian. So look him up. He's very funny. David Brenner, B-R-E-N-N-E-R. He used to have a live late night talk show too. He was uh, at one time probably uh, the guy who substituted for Johnny Carson more than anybody. So he did a bit that was, I think, talking about the bravest man in the world. Who's the bravest man in the world? Maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know where it came from, but he was thinking, who's the bravest man in the world? And he said, the bravest man in the world is the first man that looked at a cow and said, see those things hanging? I'm going to go over there and squeeze one of those, see what happens. That's the bravest man in the world. And I thought that was kind of funny. You know, he does it a lot better than I did, but I thought it was kind of funny, yeah. That's kind of interesting. If you can actually remove yourself from present day and put yourself at that moment of time, I mean, can you really do that? Can you really, is it transpose or... um? Can you really think about... Oh, I just thought about something else, so now my brain is at a stop. Um, think about putting yourself there. I know that I do that a lot, where I will just close my eyes, or, you know, if I'm driving, obviously I can't do that, but I really try to think about the first time something happened. When was the first time? So I think about yeah, the first guy that, that ever milked a cow. All right, well, would that have been caveman time? By the way, does everybody believe in cavemen? Because I know, right, isn't there like two different schools of thought or, or is cavemen no matter what? I, I find that to be fascinating too. You know, the origin of man, how we are pretty divided. You know, some people say we come from apes and then um, others say not so much. So right there, there's a conversation to be had. I know that gets to be a little bit more political or more religious. Um, maybe maybe it's even scientific. I guess you can have that conversation in all areas. And I apologize to you, the audience. I wish I was more intelligent. I wish I was one of those Yale graduates, one of those Harvard graduates, that can actually sit down with a pen and paper and go, okay, I'm going to go find... I know we're getting off the track here, but this is one of those episodes where I'm just kind of free-thinking. It's a bonus episode. So I wish I was one of those Yale graduates, one of those Harvard graduates, one of those guys that can sit down with a pen and paper and go, okay, let's talk about the beginning of man. I'm going to have this conversation with an archaeologist. I guess paleontologist? Is that what they I don't even know. I'm not smart enough to know the difference between paleontologist 
and archaeologist. So right there, I'm kind of like at a big disadvantage. I'd have to look that up. Man, I would look it up if I had the time. If I wasn't driving my car up the throughway, northbound on the throughway, on the way to work, just uh, north of Saugerties. I'm at the 104 mile marker, so I'm just getting started. Obviously, obviously running a little bit late. I'm always running a little bit late. So I could look up paleontologists and archaeologists and then, you know, whatever. Um, and talk about, from their perspective, the beginning of man and, and of course, woman. Mankind. Womankind. Whatever. And then I could speak to theologians, 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 right? Priests, rabbis, things like that. Whoever believes in things, believes in the creation of man that goes differently, more biblical, right? According to the Torah, according to the Bible. And then, um, who else? Uh, I thought I had three things in my head. So, um, and maybe somebody who... Uh, just has a different idea. Maybe somebody who believes in aliens, you know, and the UFOs and all that. I have no idea, but uh, there's, uh, I originally had, I thought I had three perspectives in my mind. And then kind of get the best of all of it, and maybe if I could get those people all in the same room and kind of discuss the beginning of man. And I know there's probably been TV shows that have done this, but in 2019, there's nothing wrong with updating. Everybody's always updating. I just saw a, a movie trailer for Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Can you believe it? There's yet going to be, in May of 2019, another Godzilla movie. An American-made Godzilla movie. It's going to have all the monsters in it. All of them. Can't believe I just saw that trailer. We just Godzilla just goes on and on. It's just the most amazing thing. I think it's the noise he makes. I think we just love that. I think we just love that noise. And the fact that fire comes out of his mouth. He's a fire-breathing dragon. Or is it a she? I don't think we're very clear on that. Anyway, so the origin of that, I think that's fascinating. Who was the first person to milk a cow? Where would that have happened? You know, what does that look like? You know, there's a part of me that thinks of it very comedically. Like, ugh, ugh, and then one nudges, you know, one person nudges, one cave person nudges the other cave person. Or, you know, I mean, did they sit down? They didn't have a bucket. So if, if you milk a cow, if you, uh, what is it, you, you tweak their teats, <laughs> I don't even know what those things are called, I mean, nipples are in a way, but whatever, areolas, not areolas, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, no, um, you know, that's a brave man, or a brave woman, who knows, but where, where did this happen, and how did, how did and, and, what, and what was that milk like, I mean, here's an interesting thing. That I think, that I know. If cows don't give milk, don't they blow up? Don't those things blow up? Don't they die? I mean, I know they're calves when they have babies. You know, they they have at it. They, they get underneath and, you know, do the thing. But at some point they grow up and they stop. So, we just assume certain things in our daily walk. It's another aspect of a show. The show. I'm thinking of a show called What If. A what if type of show. I don't have the time to do it. I'm not smart enough to do it. I'm just not. I just don't have that wherewithal. Not at this Not at this rate. I have a YouTube channel. I have Dumbing It Down With Dave. I have a job. Just, just having the job. I wouldn't have time for a what if show. 
but the whole what if and, and we are there, that type of thing. All right, well, let's go there right now. Let's transpose, transport ourselves to that particular point in time and what does it look like. You can make a comedic, of course, if Adam Sandler was to make a movie of f- what if and firsts. By the way, if I see him make this movie, I know it was one of you that told him. And if one of you get rich because of it, you know, God bless you. I won't be angry, but it would be nice if he tossed a few bucks my way. But I can see it being comedic. You know, one person nudging the other person. Hey, go over there. I dare you to go milk that cow. But they don't They don't speak English, right? Do they? They just make grunts and noises, right? Or do, was there a language once upon a time that is gone now? We don't know that. I don't recall in all the years that I was in school. Yeah, we're going to be all over the place today. That they said cavemen had a language. I remember her, uh, reading about hieroglyphics that they would draw in a cave. They probably drew on the side of a, a mountain too. It's on the side of a wall somewhere, a rock. But you know, all that's gone because it was exposed. But the stuff in the caves, that's protected. Um, you know, first person to crack an egg and scramble it. Or eat it raw. You know. Yeah, but okay, so back to those cows. What happens? What happens if they don't give milk? I, I, doesn't something happen? So how long have cows been giving milk? Did it originate on, in the North America, in China, in Russia? Are cows everywhere? Are cows everywhere all around the world? And if they are, is that where they come from? All over the world? Or did we put cows somewhere? While we were out there collecting slaves, did we drop off cows? Said, Listen, man, we got like a thousand cows. <laughs> Take ten and uh, give us those guys over there. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not making light of slavery. I'm not making fun. I'm just saying it's conceivable that we don't know these things. I'm always astounded when I watch a TV show, a documentary or whatever, and they talk about some part of history, and then they just throw something brand new at you like, oh, but did you know that Columbus had blah, 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 Columbus never actually did go up or Henry Hudson never did actually go up the Hudson River or something like that. There's all these little facts. I go, no, I never. Yeah, did you know that 10 years before Henry Hudson, it was this guy? And he was really the guy that discovered the Hudson. And did you know that Christopher Columbus was a, a mean SOB? And, you know, he, uh, but, you know, then we have this Columbus Day. Now people don't want to have Columbus Day, which is fine with me because I think all holidays are stupid. So, and then, then there you go. The celebrating of holidays. Back in the day, they knew they had four seasons. I, I, I think somehow cavemen figured out this is the season where we freeze our balls off. This is the season where we melt our balls off. This is the season between the two seasons that we either freeze our balls off or melt our balls off that doesn't seem to be too bad. We can get a lot done. So they had those two seasons twice, which would be spring and fall, in between the other two seasons where they calculate the extremity of the weather by the condition of their balls, whether they're melting or freezing. For those of you who are offended by the balls reference, I apologize. So... I mean, I I could go with, you know, my vagina is frozen now. I mean, it doesn't have to be a body part. It could be any body part. And see, there's another problem. I can't take these things too seriously. I am the wrong candidate for this type of thing. For me to be 100% serious, I I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I mean, if if they pay me, they pay me, I'll I'll I'll, I'll get right up there in that James O. Jones voice. I'll go, 
Do you know back in 1775, the original proctologist uh, took his finger? You know, I'll do that, man. Pay me, I'll do it. But I'm just my own podcast. I'm not going to take a breather break today. This isn't that episode. This is just a bonus episode. All right. All right, so first cow, first milking of the cow, cavemen, uh, opposite of cavemen. Uh, here, I'm just throwing out what ifs, what ifs. And I said this to a friend of mine one day who is not a Yale graduate, but he's a really smart guy. And he really kind of blew me off. I didn't appreciate it. We were having a great day. We were walking. We were having a good time. And another one of my friends, and he's a current friend. I mean, precarious, maybe. Precarious. Because of all my friends, I get upset when they dismiss me. One of my greatest strengths is the fact that people so severely underestimate me. Which is understandable. You look at me and go, what am I going to get from this guy? This guy's a dum dum. So, oh, did he did he graduate college? No. Did he graduate community college? Well, he went for a couple of weeks. He lost his program card, and then he never went to um, human resources or whatever they call that. Um, I forgot what they call that. And uh, get a new program. So what did he do? Oh, he just sat in the cafeteria and he looked for people that he thought he knew. And then uh, when he uh, if he thought he knew them, he said, "Hey, am I in your class?" And then he he tried to put his schedule back that way. Such a, I was such a moron back then. I was in such a daze. That's a true story. I went to Kingsborough Community College in uh, September of 1981, I think it was. And um, it could have been 82. I don't remember. And uh, I lost my program card. Uh, the, the thing that has all your classes. So all you had to do is go to that um, ombudsman or whatever. That There's a place you go to. And they just print you up a new card. You tell, it's so, It takes two seconds. Hey, I lost my program card. What's your name? Dave Canyon. Date of birth, social security number, blah, 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 and then you can print up a card. I didn't do that. I took that as an opportunity to go, you know what? I'm going to go to school every day, sit in the cafeteria, and I'm going to do nothing. <laughs> I would get in my van. I would travel about a half an hour. I would drive all the way from Canarsie, Brooklyn, to Kingsborough Community College, right around the corner from where my mother is in a nursing home right now. Kind of interesting. And I would just sit there in the cafeteria. And people would come to the table, hey, Dave, how you doing? What are you doing? I said, oh, I'm in between classes, which I kind of was in between classes. I would sit there all day. I thought this was the coolest thing. <laughs> by, by the way, back then, I think college was like $600 a year for community college. So I know I just sidetracked myself from something pretty important. Um, so I said to my friend, what if... Everything in the world, so this is all under the guise of, you know, if I created a show called What If, or, or How Did It Happen, something in that, in that vein of discussing origins or discussing the possibilities of life. What if everything started to go right in the world? So hear me out. A thousand kids go to school. A thousand kids don't get A's. A thousand kids aren't valedictorians. A thousand kids aren't the greatest athletes. A thousand kids don't drop out all at the same time. The earth sort of... I say the earth. I think one of these days I'm going to regret saying that. Life sort of has a way of creating balance. Some kids are going to do great. Some kids are going to do horribly. And then there's all that in the middle. It's just from zero to a hundred, or maybe is there even negative than zero? But somewhere there's a scale. I'm going to use zero to a hundred. 
as far as percent. I don't think you can have a negative. I don't know if you can. Not that smart. Ask the guy that does the show eventually, who's from Yale or Harvard. Maybe Boston College. I have no idea. Columbia, whatever. NYU, I don't know. So, let's say, do you have kids? Are they in school? Oh, you had kids? Remember they were in school? You could kind of like look around. Oh, yeah, that's the SWAT one. He's got the glasses, whatever. Oh, look, there's the Chinese kid. Oh, I bet you, you know, <laughs> that guy, hey, that guy, his parents don't let him do nothing but study. He's not on any team. Maybe the chess team. Maybe. Probably plays the piano. I know, that's a little stereotypical, but not exactly untrue. All right, so calm down. If you have any problems with what I'm saying, tweet me at Dumb with Dave. At Dumb with Dave. D U M B. At Dumb with Dave. You can leave a comment right here on the Spreaker uh, show at the bottom. Hey, I didn't like that comment about Chinese people. Hey, what can I tell you? I'm just saying, back in the day. Nowadays, maybe it's not so true. I don't know. So, nowadays, they play the piano, they're in the chess club, and they're probably gay. Whatever. Because, you know, that just rounds you off. Oh, gay, well, there you go. Now you're in all the clubs. Who knows? So... Let's say they all, let's say kids, we find a way, we, okay, what happens if we find a way that, see, the, the top 10%, they don't need any help. They get it. Or however it is they're getting, maybe their parents are, you know, dragon, whatever they call it, the, um, the, the parents that hover, or whatever, the lady, lady tiger, lady dragon, whatever that is, you know, they, you will come home, you will study, and they're not Chinese. All right, whatever. So 10% get A's. But what happens when we found a way, this miraculous way, that the other 90% now get A's? A's in science, A's in math, social studies, English, maybe even art. I don't know, an elective, whatever. All the fundamentals, all the ones that are crucial to your advancement to a better high school, a better college, and all that, a better job. What would happen... If we found the way that everybody got A's, right there would upset the balance of the earth. How would it affect one community? So there's a school in my town, all right? I live in Saugerties, New York. So there's one school, let's say it's Morse, Morse Elementary, first grade, whatever it is, kindergarten, whatever, pre-K, I don't know what they have, all the way up to first, uh, sixth grade. What happens if they find a way that all these kids now are at a level of, I don't know, 95 to 100 percent. Let's say we didn't. Let's say we didn't even make it perfect. It's 90, all 95 to 100. Wouldn't that be pretty freaking phenomenal? And then now they have to go to junior high school, and they continue on to be 95 to 100 percent. I'm not sure why some are 95 or 100. Maybe, you know, 95 to 90, whatever. Let's say they're all 97, 98%. Who knows? I, I, I mean, I could put out the scenario that they're perfect. They're perfect. But I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I'm, I'm giving or take 3 to 5%, whatever. So how does that affect the community? One question. Second question, how does it affect the school? How does it affect the world? Wouldn't the, wouldn't the world... Wouldn't this be kind of an interesting Spielberg movie? You know, to go, wow, what's happening here? And it's not an alien. It's not a... It's, it could be a drink. 
It could, it, well, it could be an alien. It could be anything. But let's just keep it real. That somebody figures out how to tap in to Dave Canyon, little Dave. Because little Dave is more visual, not so much uh, the opposite of visual. You know, reading and, and writing, all that stuff. How do you, t- they, they tapped into that. Okay. So let's say now it's not just one town. Now it's the country, the entire United States of America, Hawaii, and the other one included, Alaska, maybe even Puerto Rico, because I know they're kind of America, maybe not, I don't know, Guam, whatever, territories, what are they? So, um, associate members, I don't know what they are. How does that upset the balance of the world? That, wow, all of a sudden, every American child... This is probably where I should have started the whole show with. Somehow knows everything they need to know about science. They're comfortable in and out of a lab. They can speak multiple languages. That was the other thing I left out, was uh, was language. So they're speaking uh, French, Spanish, and German, Italian. Maybe even some sign language. That should count. Should have counted for me when I was a little boy growing up. Nobody recognized that I knew sign language. Screw them. All right, anyway. All right, back to being the, the fake host that I am. Okay. So, wouldn't that be kind of phenomenal? But don't say, Dave, Dave, that's impossible. No, this isn't about impossible. This is about what's possible. What's possible is, let's say that happened. What would happen? What if we found the way? So now you have all these college graduates. And, and they don't drop off. Now they're like, well, I'm going to go get my, you know, master's, my doctorate. What, what, I don't know the higher echelon of, you know, schooling, but they just keep on going because they have the capacity to take it all in. So how would that affect? Let's just keep it. Forget about global. We can get to global. Again, the possibilities, the what if and the possibilities. What? What about... Jobs like truck driving. What about sweeping the floor at McDonald's? My feeling is McDonald's would disappear. Because if everybody knew everything they needed to know, to needed to know we were all that in the 95, 97, 99, whatever, 100% students, we would all know we, don't, we, we shouldn't be eating there. McDonald's would go out of business. And what about crime? If everybody was really smart, so this is, this is everybody. This is inner city, outer city, rural, suburbia. This is everything. Every child is now smart. What if? What would happen? Would it be kind of like The Walking Dead? Where as opposed to zombies, where we're useless, if everybody is so smart, right? All these, what is it? All these chiefs, but no Indians or whatever. Somebody's got to sweep the floor. Right? We need to be grateful for that person that sweeps the floor. Every McDonald's seems to have that person. Every building seems to have that person. Now, Dave, are you insinuating that people sweep floors are not as intelligent? Well, let me tell you something. This might hurt to, to hear this. But if the person who's sweeping the floor could go into a lab, fire up a Bunsen burner. Are they called Bunsen burners? I don't even know. And take a chemical, mix it with another chemical, and cure polio or whatever... Yeah, I would say, I would say, uh, you know, I lost track. But you know what I'm saying? 
they could do that, but they don't. So they, they grab a mop and a broom, and they clean. They grab the the, the, the misty bottle, and they spray down countertops. That's the way it goes. Somebody's got to pump the gas. So I put that out there as a what-if scenario. Maybe this is a good first show. Maybe I should publish this as episode 116, and maybe I should create another show called Dumbing It Down with Dave's What If. I have no idea what I should call it. But somehow, what if? It's what maybe origins. How would this affect crime? How would it affect drugs? How? Because you still have the emotional capacity of a human. Even though you're smart, what about the emotional capacity? And we're just talking first generation 2019, 2020, 2021. What happens as the years go on where these brilliant kids grow up to be brilliant adults who have babies that also now are brilliant? And now we've solved all our problems. Solved the energy crisis. We've solved the AIDS crisis. We've solved... Because they're so smart. So instead of five people working in a lab, 50 people are working in a lab. We're brainstorming every problem. We're, everybody is now being fed because we're solving the starvation problem. We're solving the pollution problem. We're solving energy. We're solving time. If we solve everything, is that good for man or is that bad for man? Is it the zombie apocalypse but not zombies, we're geniuses, and nobody's taking care of the things that need to be taken care of? Or is this the great, is this, oh, can we create utopia? Which is another question, is that even possible? What does that look like? I could do another show. What does utopia look like? All right, so I went over a little bit, 30 minutes. Sorry about that, folks. For those of you who need me to be on the 30 minutes, I should have been a little bit more. This was not prepared. I just was thinking about my show the other day about the first person to take his finger and do what he does is up, you know, in a man. Or, do they, by the way, I don't. Do they do that with women too? Do women get that check, or they got a different finger and a different hole? I don't know how that works. I'm not trying to be gross. I'm just saying I don't know. I don't know a lot of things, which is the beauty of dumbing it down with Dave. I don't know a lot of things, but the difference between me and a lot of other podcast hosts is I'm I'm willing to admit it. I embrace the fact that I know very little. And I, I know oftentimes nothing. But I want to put it out to you. And that's why I say comment, tweet me, email me. Because this way we can have a conversation. Don't just click like on Facebook, whatever. Say, hey, Dave, I heard your show. Interesting. This is what I think. I haven't been able to generate that conversation. I like to generate that conversation. What if? What was the origin of that? I did close my eyes, Dave. I put myself in time and I did think about that. The Wright brothers sort of did that. What if we could fly? That's pretty amazing. It's also pretty amazing there hasn't been an actual Wright brothers movie. A real movie. Like, what propelled them to think we could fly? Things like that. These these moments in time. Uh, but the what if scenario has always interested me. What if? And that there is one of the biggest ones ever. To, cre- to create a utopia... Isn't that what we're doing in our everyday walk of life? We're going to work hoping that we're going to make enough money 
Some of us only want to make certain amount of money to just stay afloat. Some of us, like me, think that if I work hard enough, eventually I'm going to have more than enough money and I could stop doing what I'm doing and do something else which would bring me joy. Because this certainly doesn't bring me joy, truck driving anymore. Some people are always looking for get-rich-quick schemes. There's always like some craziness out there. That, whatever. It's, you know, everyone has different relationships to money. I forgot how we got on that now. Now you know, I'm a little bit talked out. So anyway, uh, what if? Do you have a what if? I'd like to hear your what if. Or do you have an, uh, a mystery? You know, you always wonder about this. Um, so these are interesting ideas, either for a, a new series under the Dumbing It Down with Dave banner, or just a totally separate show. What if, origins, mysteries of life. To have a conversation, maybe that's my bigger, my bigger part of the podcast world, where I can somehow do that. I, there's no way I can do it alone, because I just don't have the time. All right, 33 minutes. So we'll, we'll get close to 34 and we'll be done. So it's a nice, clean number. Um, I'll tell you, here's another one. The whole thing about cars that run on water or run on any other source other than uh, than fossil fuel. You know, I know that we, we have cars that run diesel engines on, on uh, oil, corn oil and all that stuff, you know, reused oil, deep fry, fat fry oil, whatever. I know that was a big thing a couple of years ago. Now that seems to have all disappeared. Uh, because gas prices went down to two something. Now they're going back up this in the last couple of weeks. Now they're almost back up to $3 even in New Jersey. I don't know what the gas prices are where you are. All right, folks, that's it. That's the special bonus episode. What if origins and mysteries? I'm thinking about doing something like that. It'll probably never happen because I just don't have the time. But it would be great if somebody takes that idea and runs with it and makes a million dollars. God bless you. Toss me a couple of bucks if you can remember. I greatly appreciate it. Mysteries, origins, and what-ifs. I love the what-if aspect. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, good rats. That's a rock and roll band from Long Island. I don't just say these things, I mean these things. You should listen to the music. And great skills. Take care, goodrats.com. All right, take care, bye, guys. Bye-bye.